Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. This hour of the Annie Fry Show is brought to you by Ruler Foods. Low prices, no coupons. Ruler Foods. That is exactly what I needed to hear. Thank God someone here knows what they're talking about. That's us. That's right. Gotta love this American ride. Right, you need to take the time and get the full picture. the ladies. I mean, they rev my engine, but they don't belong in the newsroom. It is Anchor Man, not Anchor Lady. What do you want from me? I'm not a married to sweet heart. Goodness sake, Keep your voice down. Your father's listening to the radio. I'm not a married to This is the Annie Fry Show. So, Bobo, what was going through your mind the second you found out your son had been targeted like this? Um, it's It's been a lot. It's been a pretty crazy couple of days. Um, I was mad, upset, upset for him, um, mad that he's upset. He's... Um, He's pretty devastated. I mean, he's seen the videos and everything posted. He's excited. He's all over. It was his dream to get on the Jumbotron. And I've had family and friends call and, oh, we saw you on on, uh, Sunday Night Football. So he's excited. But then everything else came up, and it's uh, been a little bit of a spiral. You're becoming, like, my most stable relationship. Enough said. Well, Tyrus, enough said. Very excited to talk to you today as your book is officially released and a whole bunch of other issues. Welcome back to the show. Good to have you here. Always a pleasure. I, I want to ask you, before we get into the book, I want to talk to you a little bit about this nine-year-old kid who did the, the most wild thing ever and painted his face to go to an NFL football game, uh, right? Kansas City Chiefs, you're kind of in Chiefs territory when you're talking to this audience right here. I, I want to know what you think about the appropriate reaction from people like you, from people like me, people in this area, when you see a nine-year-old get attacked like this, deadspin author who just must ha- live with hate in his heart every single day. Well, we should be going for the throat on this one. Um, every Everyone who can have the ability to should paint their face red and black this Sunday. Not just Chief fans, uh, fans of football anywhere, fans of children everywhere. 
Uh, we talked about this on Gutfeld the other night, and I said the, the part that bothers me the most is that the family felt they had to let everyone know that he was Native American. And I said, I don't care if the kid was from Norway. He has every right to put on a, a headdress and put on the war paint and support his favorite team. This is football, for crying out loud. Um, it's absurd. You know, you know uh, if I had a cool mascot, I would do it. But my mascots are Celtics, Bruins, and <laughs> Patriots, and Red Sox. And I'm Come not painting a Red Sox on my face. <laughs> yeah, but no one wants to wear the hat that faces that way. Napoleon ruined it for everyone. <laughs> so uh, the point is, is that uh, this is a racist attack, and it's no different if Nazis were coming after me. Uh, the problem is, is that we keep giving people a pass because of the color of their skin, and we need to start going after the content of character. This man is a racist of, of the highest order, and uh, the fact that you would attack a child to try to get some kind of cred. I mean, the story sucked on, on face value. Just looking at the quality of the, the headdress he was wearing would let everybody know that in no way was this child mimicking or making fun of anything. And uh, like I said, if I didn't hate the Chiefs so much with every ounce of my football <laughs> Patriots fan, <laughs> but I still, I still, in support, uh, would put on a jerk of a, a, Chief Jersey, God help me for saying this mm. and paint my face red and do the chop with them because um, we need to rally behind this little boy, just like we need to rally behind the little boy uh, who went to a high school football game and he put on the, yeah. the war paint of the every football player and damn near America wears. Uh, I had mine that looked like the ultimate warrior when I was in high school. So this idea that this blackface stuff, is it's a joke. It's an absolute joke. It makes zero sense. You want to go after it. There's enough racist crap going around right now. Yes. Try being Jewish in this country right now. Okay, look at, why don't you do a story on the people who are ripping the, the faces off of the, on, on the walls and street signs of the hostages? Why don't you put their names in? Why don't you go after them? Oh, because they're on your side of the street. So, like I said, what we're seeing with these, and he is a racist, period, point blank and black. He's disgusting. Uh, I have nothing in common with him. Our pigment means nothing. Uh, I'm not, you know, this whole, he gets a pass because he's oppressed. No, he's dead spin, uh, take the spin off, they're just dead. And, and it shouldn't just be the feminist, Susan. It should be everybody who felt disgusted and uh, attacked by, by his article. They should, there should be nothing left. I don't know what their insurance policy is on, on lawsuits, but we should, it should be maxed out. Yeah, I, I am, I... I, I'm actually kind you know, the fact that it's a nine-year-old kid amplifies everything. And then you do, like you said, we find out that he does have Native American heritage. That amplifies everything. But if, if this was just a white dude from Kansas City who was 45 and a lifelong Chiefs fan who did this, it would still be absurd. No, the, and the Native American part is irrelevant, and I'm mad at his family for even disclosing that. It doesn't matter. It does not matter. He could have literally born, been born in Germany for all I care. Okay, mm -hmm. he has every right to to paint his face on his favorite football team and 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 do everything that a, a crazy fan would do. I mean, to be nine years old and to be on the Tron yeah. was probably one of the coolest things of his life, <laughs> and they took that from him. You know, and parents have we have to protect our children, but you can't. He, if he goes to public school, it's you know, 
you know, you're going to have everything from woke teachers messing with him to kids saying, oh, you're right, picking on him because unfortunately that's what kids do. Um, But we shouldn't, the problem is, and, and I've said this over and over again, at some point, white America needs to look up what black America did during the 50s and the 60s. When this stuff was, and they need to start fighting back. You need to go after this guy. His face should be on every post with marked racist, just like I would do if some Nazi guy went after one of my children. You know, like this, this allowing someone because of, because of the, the, they have pigmentation to be racist, callous. Like he has no business being a journalist. I mean, obviously he couldn't get anything going with just on his merit. So, and he does this all the time because he's allowed to do it because nobody, and you know who's the biggest culprit of this is white people allowing it. Hmm. Yeah. Like the apology tour needs to end. I, I, Stop apologizing for stuff you didn't do. Annie, I'm, I'm willing to bet on everything I have, all my jobs. And trust me, I have a lot of jobs <laughs> that you never owned slaves. I didn't. I have not. No. I'm going to take you for your word on that. Yeah. Because. Uh, <laughs> I have no other, I have no choice but to, but for you apologizing for it is ridiculous. And to be honest with you, you don't even know if your family tree line was what color they were 400 years ago. Mm-hmm. So, you know, again, it's just somebody has to say enough. And, it, and unfortunately, it has to come from white America. I mean, the ass- you have to say enough. You're not going to talk about our children, yeah. our, our, our wives, our husbands that way. And you need to. You need to expose these people, and I have. And like I said, the fact that he's black is irrelevant. It, the content of his character—he's a horrible human being. The absurdity, which most of, racists are. Yeah. The, when I think about what the article was about, this art author Karen from Deadspin, and I, you know, I guess he was defending and, and, the and honor like to, of Native Americans. But like, who is he to defend the honor of Native Americans in the world that know, he lives about, in? Yeah, they don't—they don't need his help. He wasn't defending anything. It's an the fact that the headdress was authentic, that headdress was worth hundreds, if not thousands of dollars. That wasn't like some chicken feathers, you know, with some food coloring. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I saw that headdress, I was it, it was easy to tell that he had an Indian, uh, Native American lineage in his family because it was an amazing headdress. And, but again, doesn't matter. Not the point. You know, it was like the, the whole thing with the Redskins, with the with Washington. It wasn't a group of Native Americans that were complaining. You know, like this idea, it's again, the, the biggest problem with dealing with this, this woke agenda is unfortunately uh, white people as a group are the victims. And then the individuals, virtue signaling and fundraisers are white. So they're basically supporting people that are attacking their race and their culture and their American way in life, which is insane to me. Yeah. I would not donate one dollar to the Klan. I don't care how cool they might sound. <laughs> I'm not donating to them. <laughs> how cool they might sound. Has anyone ever said I that? Mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I'm saying it. You Breaking are. news. Yeah. <laughs> Tyrus, your book is out, Enough Said, and people can get a great Christmas gift for uh, people who have gotten to know you at Fox News. You have so many different arenas where you have impressed upon people, but it sounds like the book is doing really well. And you're, no, the phrase Enough Said has been yours for a while. Why Enough Said? Why that? Well, I, I, the reason why I went there, because the first the verse that was going to be here now, and then I just I, I I wanted to make firm statements, and whenever I said something that I stand behind, I say enough said. 
So, which means that I'm done talking about it and I stand by everything I say. So, uh, in this book, I talk about some controversial stuff. I, I give examples from my life where the context is relative. So I'm not talking about stuff I haven't experienced because I think that's a big problem too. Uh, people talk out the side of their mouths and I'm being polite by saying that, um, about stuff they have no feet on the ground in and they, and that's a problem where we're the leading expert with no actual experience. So everything I talk about, I took 13 things and I, I talked about it, applied moments on life and opinions, and they just so happen to be relevant topics today. And what I have found, and the reason why my books are successful is that, um, people relate because they share the experiences and it's in every, it's not about color. It's about just trying to be a human being. And I think that's why it's successful. Uh, I, I'm not, I'm not worried about my black base, my white base, Hispanic base, Asian base or whatever base, uh, that supports me because we're all in this together and, and broke is broke. And when you're going through stuff or hardships or whatever, you're not concerned with the color of your skin. You're concerned with the, the, the temperature of your heart and what you're going through. And that resonates. You know, I'm, I don't have a target audience. I'm just speaking my mind and agree with me. Great. Disagree with me. Awesome. Um, but respect my opinions and I respect yours because that's what it was supposed to be about. You know, when you say enough said and what you just said there, like when I when I say something and I'm done with it, I've said what I need to say and I'm moving on. Very few people do that, especially like on social no. media. Like it never, it never ends. The argument, there's you never get the a last conclusion. Word. But if you if you have the ability to say enough said in my mind, it's like this is my principle. This is who I am. Take it or leave it. I don't care if you like it. I've said what I need yeah. to say. You know, and you know, back in the day, I believe the term we would have said "good day, sir" <laughs> or "ma'am." So you know, but it was outdated. So it's basically because the problem is everyone has to get the last word in. But if you're true in your beliefs and you believe in what you say, you don't need to get the last word in. You need to say what you believe and good from it. Whether they agree with you or not isn't the point. You've been heard. Mm -hmm. And I don't need to win the argument. I don't need to make you see my way. Here's where I stand. You decide if you want to be around me or not because I'm not changing who I am. But if I'm wrong on something, I am the first person to say. And like I said, I went through that with um, the Fall of Minneapolis documentary. Uh, I had said I had not seen it. I didn't want to see it. Nothing was going to change my mind otherwise of the George Floyd situation. And Michelle Tafoya asked me to watch it. And I I respect Michelle Tafoya, and I did watch it. And I was appalled by the court proceedings. I thought those those four men, two men of color, two white men, since that's so important now, uh, their Sixth Amendment rights were violated. Uh, the The judge made me sick to my stomach. And it doesn't do any justice for George Floyd and his family because you want a fair trial. You want someone to be judged by their peers and you want prosecutors to seek truth, not new job positions. And uh, that hasn't happened. And unfortunately, that's the world we're living in now to where if you don't fit in the judge's narrative, he's going to use his power, whether he's a super MAGA or he's a super progressive. If you don't fit in his his narrative, he's going to come at you. And that's a problem. And we should all be afraid of that. We're all arguing and fighting for our second amendment and we forgot they're trying to take our sixth amendment yeah yeah it's 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 some i really love it and i really love your take and i really love that you don't require anyone to agree with you in order for you to believe what you believe and i think that's a valuable lesson for people to learn when there are likes and clicks and all of that stuff that people can wage how people feel about what you're saying and then influence what you're saying like there needs to be a principle behind it and you've always you've always brought that to this show and we've always been grateful for it well, I don't know how else to be. I'm stubborn. <laughs> and, um, 
you know, and I never looked my whole life. I've always went against the people who say I couldn't, I've never accepted. No, Oh, you can't be a wrestler. Oh, you can't be a ball player. Oh, you can't be a personnel. You're not smart enough. You don't look smart. You know, you're too big to be a comedian. When people tell me I can't do something, it's like, that's what fuels me. And it's funny because I'm trying to raise my kids the opposite of me. I don't want them to be the spite anger guy Mm. who gets success, but unfortunately that's the way I am. So I'm used to people not liking what I have to say and I'm fine with it. It doesn't bother me. I, I, I always tell Greg, and he's like, man, you're going to catch heat for that or something. I'll be like, I've been playing on the road my entire life. I have no problem with getting booed. I know what they cheer for. The booze give me strength. Mm. Yeah, real quick you know. before we let you go, Tyrus, and, and I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask Joe DeVito. We have him in studio tomorrow, and I'm going to ask him about you and your book and working with you. But the Gutfeld show as, as a whole and what it has done to cable television and your ability to participate as such a strong player in it, do you think it's making a difference in how people consume information? I, if they if they keep tuning in to watch, yes. Um, whenever I think whenever you ask somebody if they're making a difference, that opens the door for them to become like an arrogant idiot. Um, we continue. To, all I can say is we continue to grow our audience, and I continue to get nothing but love in airports all across the country. So I must be doing something right. No one's throwing tomatoes at me yet. Not that they would try to, but you never know. You never know. Yeah. Well, Tyrus, we're grateful for you. Thanks for being here. Congratulations on the success of your book so far. And I know it'll keep going that direction. We always appreciate your time. Hey, happy holidays to you and yours. Yep. You as well. Bye-bye. He is the co-host of the Tyrus and Tim podcast. He's on Gutfeld, Fox News contributor and author of his latest book, Nuff Said, which you can get right now. Go check it out. His first book, Just Tyrus. I've read that one uh, cover to cover, and it is a wonderful uh, explanation of kind of where Tyrus came from, and I'm looking forward to dying, diving into Nuff Said to learn a little bit more about some of the more controversial things that he is, has to say in that book, Nuff Said. Let's take a quick break. More Annie Fry Show around the corner. We're going to talk a little bit about the poll question today. Have you voted yet at the Annie Fry YouTube channel? Who will win the Newsom DeSantis debate tonight? California or Florida? You tell us what you think and why on the Antifry YouTube channel. We'll be right back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And I think this is such a good idea is because it's a great way to, to juxtapose the state of Florida versus the state of California. And it is, it is basically a debate between the ideology of Gavin Newsom and the, the results of the, of the DeSantis policies in Florida. And if you have a debate, a matchup between the two, I, there's no way you can walk away and say, you know, the ideas in, in California are really working out great. Or walk away and say, oh, the ideas in Florida are not working out. So we have a debate taking place tonight. We are airing it live here on 97.1 FM Talk starting at 8 o'clock tonight, is my understanding. And the debate is between Gavin Newsom and Ron DeSantis. And you might be saying, I didn't think Ron DeSantis was running for president. <laughs> Yes, he is, but not officially. Sean Hannity has been poking the bear here for quite some time trying to get this to manifest itself. And Newsom agreed to it. I give Gavin Newsom a lot of credit for agreeing to participate in this debate, but I think that's just how confident that man is. And confident is the nice way to say it. Uh, Ron DeSantis has nothing to lose at all in going on and, and debating this. And I think that the Florida, California question has been the main question on people's minds about what's going to happen in 2024, what do you want, Florida or California, if you're paying attention? Now, if you are not paying attention, then it's easy to distract from the policies of what has been implemented in Florida versus the policies of what has implemented in California. The out-migration of, I think that Gavin Newsom, I can't remember the guest who said this, but Gavin, was it Dave Rubin? I think it might have been Dave Rubin. That Gavin Newsom is the only governor to oversee a net out migration from California. He's like the only governor who has seen the population in California shrink over the course of his tenure. Yeah. Yeah. That was Dave Rubin. And Dave Rubin is a transplant to Florida. And uh, Rubin is a big supporter of Ron DeSantis, very vocal about that. But it doesn't the the Ron the Florida California question isn't just about Newsom and DeSantis. It's much bigger than that. And I don't I hope that Ron DeSantis is able to make it on a policy base more than just vote for me for president because I'm running and you can you can you know I could win Iowa and Newsom's not running in Iowa. I want people to understand the substance, but that is a pipe dream. I don't know that anybody is going to change their mind between Newsom and DeSantis tonight. I do think a couple of things are going to happen. And this is to piggyback on what we talked about in the first segment with playing that Chris Cuomo, uh, Chris, Chris Cuomo quote, where he was talking with, is it, it's Patrick Bet David and mm-hmm. this podcast, a very, very influential podcast. And Chris Cuomo is like, he, he gets asked, would you consider voting for Trump? And he's like, I'd have to look at my options, which basically means like, yeah, I would consider it, which is a wild statement. There are people who are up for grabs right now because they're so disgusted with what's going on in our country. People need to know when they hear Newsom and DeSantis debate that the Florida, California question is the question. That's the question. Can Ron DeSantis pull it off? I don't know. The The most successful thing that Donald Trump has done in the primary campaign is brand Ron DeSantis as somebody who doesn't have charisma. I don't, I, I, Ron DeSantis is not the robotic person that he's been made out to be. If, if, if that is what you learned about him before you consumed 
you know, Ron DeSantis, the person it is, it is wild to me that that would be the leading argument against Ron DeSantis is that he's not as slick as every other politician that's <laughs> ever gone and tried to win office. Like, hello, isn't that what we've been looking for? Somebody who's really, really adequate for the job, but isn't there to make you just feel real good about everything that the politician says, which is exactly what Gavin Newsom is. So the Gavin Newsom, Ron DeSantis debate is going to be, in most people's eyes, if, if, if there's any influential thread to what these people can do for people who don't have their mind made up between th- that question already, Gavin Newsom's going to be working to win people over. He's going to be the guy in the cocktail party walking around charming one person after the other because you only have three-minute conversations, and in those three minutes, you're like, wow, that is an impressive man. And then he walks away. But really, you get to, like you want to sit down and have a long conversation, ask some questions, maybe uh, the fourth, fifth, sixth date, where you realize some of the truth of the matter. You go, I don't really know if I want the long-term relationship with this dude. With Ron DeSantis, he may not sweep you off your feet in two or three minutes, but that's not what we're looking for. We need somebody who is effective. We need somebody who is capable. We need to have somebody who is principled and who will do what he says he will do. And Ron DeSantis is all of those things. I do not find him in any way, shape, or form to be robotic or to have no personality. That is a branding and a successful branding of the Trump primary political campaign but if it's effective, and that's the way people see him, I'm not going to be sitting here telling you, y'all, that it's different. And I'm not going to change your mind on that. The substance between California versus Florida is what is going to be debated tonight, but that doesn't mean that's going to be the takeaway for people. So the live chat poll for today, if you go to the Annie Fry YouTube channel, who will win the Newsom-DeSantis debate tonight? And the options that you have are California or Florida, because I don't think that Newsom or DeSantis is the question. I think it's California or Florida. Hannity is the moderator. I wonder if Hannity will talk more than some of the candidates in this debate that he's moderating, because Hannity can't not (laughs) do it. I wonder how many of the questions will be questions that he's asking, followed by personal anecdotes about Sean Hannity. I should have put California, Florida, or Hannity, (laughs) but I didn't. What do you think the answer is, Brad? I think it's Florida. I think Florida wins this debate, and I think that it's not really a debate. It's more of a a postmortem of why is Florida winning this? Because I know Gavin Newsom's going to get up there, and he's going to do his smile with his hair gel thing, and he's going to try to make everything seem smooth. Wouldn't it be really funny if Ron DeSantis came up there dressed exactly like Ron, like Gavin Newsom? Like, I see your hair gel. (laughs) <laughs> but uh, I mean, really, to win this to win this discussion, to win this debate, all Ron DeSantis has to say is scoreboard. He can point to things like California's growth in population, the growth in business, the growth in economy. Does that you change know. people's minds, though? Does it change people's minds? Because the scoreboard is the scoreboard. Yeah, I mean, it, it will change people's minds whose minds are open to being changed. But the people that are set in their ways, there's no way. It's just like the people in our chat on on YouTube. They're just kind of set in their ways, and they're just going to stay there. Well, it's it's right because that's my team, and my team has to be right. So I don't think those people's minds will be changed. But there's there's this will change people's minds in the middle. The debate isn't you know. The debate isn't there to change everyone's minds. It's just to move the needle in the middle is all. What do you think, Ryan? 
I, I hear a lot of people saying that they're they're kind of afraid for DeSantis tonight because Newsom's so good at this and he's so slick and that he w- and he will pull a lot of stats and spin a lot of stats that will sound like they're painting California in a better light. But I think Ron DeSantis is a really good debater. I don't know why people think that he's not. Yes, you do. The spin around him. Because that's Donald Trump's message. Because that is the, you're, you're exactly right. It is the message that he's kind of this like cardboard guy and he has no personality. Man, I really don't agree with that. When I watch him take on the media, especially, but even in the GOP debates, I think he's done a good job. And in fact, he's almost better unprepared than he is going into these like polished situations when he he's kind of that step off the helicopter, bring it on kind of debater. And so if things go off script tonight, I expect he actually will show very well in that. So I'm going to pick that he wins. I, I Part of me wants him to have names of people who left California and why. Like, tell me real stories. But then also, when I start hearing anecdotes like that in debates, I'm like, yawn. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not, the, I'm not the target. I could have the debate. I could do it. I mean, nobody's going to watch it because I'm not Ron DeSantis or Gavin Newsom, but I could do that debate. I could make the case on behalf of the the prisoners of Illinois that the way of California is the wrong way. I could make that debate with facts and information, but it's boring. If it's not entertaining, insert Donald Trump here. If anything, he is wildly entertaining. Just like the true social post that I read before when he was saying um, after he got the Mark Fisher endorsement, who was the leader of the Black Lives Matter Rhode Island chapter. And he says, spoke with Mark Fisher yesterday, a great guy, very honored to have his and BLM support. I do not think for a second that Donald Trump is like Black Lives Matter Supports Trump. I don't think that he thinks that at all, but he's got everybody talking about him. He's once again front and center. He has his haters talking about him. He has his uh, super fans talking about him. He has us talking about him because he said it. And that's the game. So then Ron DeSantis, I mean, it's easy to be that brilliant. Donald Trump is brilliant when it comes to marketing and branding. It's what he does. It's what he is. We've been hearing a lot about the Trump brand and the value of it. We're also trying to figure out what the brand, the Biden brand's value right, is right now. Right. But that's in <laughs> right. a private testimony and subpoena and stuff. <laughs> the, Donald Trump is wonderful at that. And, and the honest thing is, is that branding and marketing and business is politics in the public space. It's the same thing. It's putting out a message and getting it into the masses so that you can influence how people behave and act, what they purchase, what they use, the services they they choose, the way that they vote. It's all the same psychology. Donald Trump is a master at it. And that is not in any way, shape or form a slight. You can't become the president of the United States if you don't understand a lot of something about branding and marketing and politics. There are people who work in your office right now. If you're an accountant listening to the show in your head in your headphones right now and you're working with other accounts, there are people in your office right now that you know are really really good at politics. They always have a way with people where they get what they want to be put into place. They know who to talk to, they know what to say and how to talk to different people to affect the change that they want to see. That's politics. It's in your office, but it's politics. 
Trump understands that. It's very helpful if you have the heaping amount of evidence that Ron DeSantis has when you walk into the room to say scoreboard, 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 scoreboard. But if you can't get the attention of the people in the room to look at the scoreboard, then your scoreboard doesn't matter. You need both. And I hope that Ron DeSantis, I, you know, I don't, what could he possibly do besides come out and like tap shoes and a top hat and really slick hair <laughs> to have the like personality that the Trump campaign has marketed against him that he doesn't have. I, I don't think that there's a win there. Like Ron DeSantis has to keep being Ron DeSantis, but the Ron DeSantis success and brand up against the Newsom success from his brand because the dude keeps getting, they voted to recall him and he came back strong. California keeps choosing Gavin Newsom, what's left of him. How do they face off against each other? I don't think we know. And what that usually results in is that the DeSantis people love Ron DeSantis and the Newsom people love Newsom. And then we're right where we started again. Well, this kind of thing, I mean, this very thing, this is a weird debate that's happening tonight. This isn't a common thing that's about to take place tonight at eight between two governors of two very different states who one of them is a presidential candidate. The other one pretends to be. It's just odd. So the fact that DeSantis and Newsom are willing to step up and do this, that to me is showing their personality in a way that they're both willing to take each other on. And that alone says something. Does Newsom have anything to lose tonight? Ooh. Only if he gets absolutely pummeled. In any other circumstance, he's fine. He comes How, off as a What winner. does he lose? Uh, national standing. If he can't compete with DeSantis, and I mean like everybody has to acknowledge that he got absolutely destroyed, that's the only way that he comes off worse after tonight. I don't think he has anything to lose. I yeah, I don't I don't know that that can happen. Uh, Who's who is Ron DeSantis? Or excuse me, who is Gavin Newsom's competition right now? Joe Biden. I don't think so. Kamala Harris. Yes. Because Joe Biden, just like Donald Trump and the Republican Party, all the other Republicans involved are post whatever Donald Trump decides to do. Nobody is going to beat Donald Trump. Donald Trump has to either A, beat himself or quit. It's Donald Trump's to walk away from, which he won't do, or lose, which I don't think he will. In the same realm, Joe Biden has to, in some way, shape, or form, vacate the position. And if he does that, then you go to, all right, now what's the scenario? And they're all thinking it on the left. They all know what plan B is or what they want plan B to be. And I think the two obvious people are Newsom and Kamala Harris. What is Newsom, what is Newsom going to go do on that stage tonight that's going to make him look dumber than Kamala Harris? Yeah, I mean, it's a good point. The fact that he's even doing it against DeSantis and to some extent with Hannity, that alone, I mean, as long as he doesn't come off, like I said, as long as he doesn't get absolutely destroyed. Pit. All he has yeah. to do is come off competent. Yes, yes. And he will. I think you're right, Brad. Like when I say that he'll get, he could only de de get destroyed, I say there's very little chance of that happening. Mm -hmm. He's too slick and polished and a, and a good speaker for that to happen. So I think to your point, Annie, I think there is no downside for him. There's no downside. And if 
anytime it starts to go awry, he's talking to Sean Hannity on Fox News. Of course it's going awry. Like, what did you people expect to happen here? I was willing to go to the other side and have this conversation. Kudos to him. Very smart political move if you can walk into that scenario and handle it. You know, when I see Mike Pence walking on to do a CNN town hall with Anderson Cooper or whatever the other guy's name is, Jake Tapper, it feels needy. This does not feel needy. This feels like, all right, let's go. So I hope Ron DeSantis can meet the moment and he can call scoreboard. But the people who are watching Fox News already know what the Florida scoreboard is. What will happen is people will be like, oh, it's only going to affect people who watch Fox News. Nope. These clips are going to be all over Twitter. They're going to be all over Truth Social <laughs> for all of those people to read. And, and they will be consumed. They will be talked about. Uh, they will be on CNN. They will be on MSNBC after this. They'll be on News Nation. They, the, the clips from this will make news. People may not tune into the, uh, the main event, and I think a lot of people will, but it will have legs past just 8 to 10 tonight. On 97.1, which is where you're going to listen to it, of course. All right, let's take a quick break. I want to know what you think. You go over to the go vote on the Annie Fry YouTube live chat poll. Uh, a lot of people commenting here. I'm going to read a few of these comments. Carlos says California fails repeatedly. The only reason California has money is the population side. And Amy said, I don't think DeSantis is the best debater, but I really hope he runs circles around Newsom. What do you think? Leave your comment. We'll feature a couple more of those throughout the course of the show. We'll be back in a minute. Don't go away. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Welcome back to the Annie Fry Show. We've got a YouTube live chat poll up here right now. Who will win the Newsom debate, the Newsom DeSantis debate tonight? And can we get, can we look for more comments on here that we can feature? Uh, I, I'm really curious what you think about this. Right now, we've got a pretty confident response in the vote in the poll, but I want to know what you think as well. We'll be watching it tonight. I'll be getting on and, and watching it as soon as I get home from basketball. But. I think that it's it it is the substantive conversation that we do need to be having regarding what the twenty twenty four election is about, and then after the debate is over, we'll go back to mudslinging and so on and so forth. Um, in in the next hour, in the two o'clock hour at two o five, 
that Jesse Waters made a very bold statement last night in his show about things that men should absolutely not do. Did you see this? No, I didn't. All right, don't look it up. Okay. I'm going to Brad knows cuz he pulled the sound for me. Okay. How confident Well, let me let me let me ask you let me ask you this broad question. Do you think that there are things that that men should just not do? Um I'm yes or no question, the answer is yes. As to what those are, I I need a minute to really dive in and think, but yes, I do. I think the idea of uh, you know, the, the, the testosterone-laden capital M men that we're not supposed to celebrate or champion, which I absolutely do because that's my favorite kind of man. It's just a very testosterone-y XY. Kind of like, yeah, like me, Brad. I mean, <laughs> who am I to judge? <laughs> uh, the, the idea that the things that make men men, which is a statement that when I say it out loud, even feels like, ooh, I'm saying something kind of risky there. <laughs> like, it's absurd. It's absurd to think about how important gender is in the conversation that we have right now, but that if you're, if you're, what the phrase, the, the term is cisgender, which is you are, you identify as the gender that you were assigned at birth. That's a whole mouthful right there. There was an, a, a tweet thread by Larry Alex Taunton. And you said, Brad, you reached, you're, you're seeing if we can have him on. Yeah, he actually got back to me. So are we going to do it? We're going to shoot for a day on Wednesday. Okay. Our time on Wednesday. I don't know anything about him, really. I know he's an author and a contributor to yeah. a, a bunch of places. Yeah. Um, I'll get some information from him. He, this thread, and I ret- I'm retweeting it again. I'm retweeting it right now. So if you go to Annie Fry Show on Twitter, you will see it. But the headline is women make the holidays, literally. And then it's a nine tweet thread about how women have a special knack in making the holiday experience what the holiday experience is. And I was reading this whole thing and I'm going, yes. I mean, just he talks about his experiences with his grandmother when he was small and his wife and just how women have a role to play. And I think to myself, when I read through this tweet thread, it's flattering to hear that a man would see how a woman would make the holidays special, that that is something that is special to women and particular to women. He doesn't say that men can't do those things, but he says that women do do those things. And he doesn't say that if a woman doesn't do these things, that they are not a woman. It's just a statement of his experience. And I think, yes, I love every bit of this. And I just found it very interesting to think, wow, here we are talking about a gender thing that most people would agree with on the whole, but not as a blanket statement. And it seems risky to say it. Well, Jesse Waters last night on the show doubled down on something that he thinks that men should absolutely not do. And we're going to have that discussion when we come back. Are you prepared for that discussion, Brad? You have a strong, I mean, you know. Oh, yeah, I've got a strong feeling You've got a strong feeling about it? Okay, we'll see if you guys agree on it. Yeah, I'm writing down some thoughts right now, actually. Okay. All right, right now it is time to call and win TSO tickets, Trans-Siberian Orchestra. So the number is 314-241-9797. Call right now. Be the 10th caller, and you'll go to the show on December 17th at 2.30 at Enterprise Center. Here's the number one more time. It's 314-241-9797. Be the 10th caller. 
and you will win those tickets. Good luck. All right. Men being men when we come back. Plus, Annie, are you okay at 225? And your results to the YouTube live chat poll at 245. We'll be right back. Don't go away. Get more at 971talk.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 